नमस्ते हेलो एंड वेलकम योर लिसनिंग टू स्टोरीज ऑफ इंडिया री टोल्ड एंड आई एम योर स्टोरी टेलर निवी विद स्टोरीज फ्रॉम इंडिया इन द संभव फर्वा ऑफ द महाभारता किंग जनमे जया आस वैशम पायना टू टेल द स्टोरी ऑफ हिज एंसेस्टर्स साउथी वैशम पायना नारेट्स द स्टोरी ऑफ द बर्थ एंड लाइफ ऑफ द किंग्स क्वींस प्रिंस एंड प्रिंसेसिस ऑफ द कुरुलिनियज Today's episode will be part 1 of the story of the births of the Kauravas and Pandavas. Initially, I wanted to include it all in one episode, but I quickly realized that since there was a lot of information to cover, it would be best to break the story into two parts. In part 1, we will talk about the marriages of the young princes, who they married, and the circumstances under which these marriages took place. So without further ado let's get to the story After the birth of the Kuru princes Dhritarashtra Pandu and Vidura and under Bhishma's guiding hand the Kuru kingdom was prosperous and thriving They were constantly acquiring and adding new allies and new kingdoms under their rule This was a period of peace and the people lived well The lands were fertile and the rains were timely. The lands gave an abundance of crops and both the kingdom and the citizens became richer and more powerful. The cities got bigger and busier. More and more the society valued the concept of dharma and the law and order was maintained throughout the kingdom. The kingdom was rich in resources and the traders and artisans of the kingdom worked hard and earned a good living. The kingdom's wealth was showcased in the grand architecture of the palaces, its intricately built gates, arches and turrets. Various public projects like building of wells, resting places, community places, tanks and even houses were built throughout the cities. The Brahmins were taken care of especially well. The Kuru kings also supported the Siddhas, Charanas and Rishis who were involved in the fields of art, literature and philosophy. Not only did Bhishma work towards making sure the Kuru kingdom prospered, he also took up the responsibility of raising the royal princes Dhritarashtra, Pandu and Vidura. He made sure that they had a well-rounded education. They were well versed in history, science, various sacred texts like the Vedas, Vedangas, Puranas and the texts of ethics. They were also trained in the art of warfare and were accomplished in archery and other weapons and were also skilled horsemen. Each prince was different and had different strengths. their training was personalized to them in order to focus on and to enhance their strengths pandu was an exceptional archer dhritarashtra was built well and was strong and vidura was smart wise and intelligent the trio were eligible princes however dhritarashtra and vidura could not legally inherit the crown dhritarashtra because he was blind and vidura because he was born to a shudra mother 
Regardless, both Bhishma and Satyavati were pleased with the fact that their line would continue. But they were also cognizant of the fact that their lineage was still not out of danger of dying. The topic of marriage was scrutinized even more than usual. The princess needed to marry and they needed to marry well. Bhishma did his research and decided upon Gandhari, daughter of King Subhala and princess of Gandhara. When Bhishma first approached Subhala with Dhritarashtra's proposal for Gandhari, Subhala hesitated because of Dhritarashtra's disability. However, with Bhishma's urging and considering the fact that the Kurus were a very powerful and influential lineage, Subhala agreed. When Gandhari was told about the marriage and about her future husband's blindness, she made the decision to wrap her eyes in a strip of cloth and live a life of a blind person along her husband. There was a lot of pomp and splendor when Gandhari's brother Shakuni brought her to Hastinapur to marry Dhritarashtra. The members of the Kuru family were very pleased with the new addition to the family. For Pandu, they decided upon the daughter of Shura, the chief of Yadus. Shura's firstborn was named Preeta, and she was raised by her father's relative Kuntibhoja, who was childless. Both Gandhari and Preeta were great matches for the Kuru princess. It is noteworthy that the Kuru family wished to marry their princess to these girls not just because of their family background and connections. What else can there be, you ask? Well, Bhishma and the senior members of the dynasty wanted to make sure that they had heirs and plenty of spares. Let's expand the dynasty as vast as the ocean. Bhishma told Vidura when explaining to him why it was important for his brothers to marry and have sons. The interest in Gandhari and Preeta was because of the one thing the Kuru dynasty desperately needed – sons. You see, Gandhari and Preeta were known to be blessed with boons that they would have sons. There are two different versions of the story of how Gandhari got her boon in the same parva. One says that as a young girl, Gandhari undertook intense meditation of Lord Shiva and Lord Shiva was impressed with her and granted her the boon that she would have hundred sons. The second version is that she treated a tired and hungry Vedavyasa Krishna Dvaipayana well and impressed by her generous nature, he granted her the boon to have hundred sons. Preeta, aka Kunti, lived in her adoptive father Kunti Boja's house beginning from a very young age. When she was old enough, she was given certain tasks to take care of as the daughter of the house. One such task was to take care of their esteemed house guests. One day, the illustrious sage Dhurvasa visited the Kunti Boja household and Preeta looked after him with great care and respect. Dhurvasa was a very happy guest and to show his appreciation, he wanted to do something nice for her. Using his power and knowledge, Dhruvasa was able to predict that Preeta would have trouble expanding her family. 
So he shared with her a mantra and told her that she could use the mantra to ask a god of her choice to provide her sons and they would do as she asked. News of the boons these young girls received spread and it made them very eligible in the marriage mart especially for the family belonging to the Kuru dynasty. Unlike Gandhari however Preeta got to choose her husband in the swayamvara arranged for her by her father Kunti Bhoja From a choice of thousands of kings present in the swayamvara Kunti picked Pandu to be her husband Bhishma was not satisfied with one wife for the king of the Kuru dynasty he chose Madri the very beautiful daughter of the king of Madra to be Pandu's second wife King of Madra agreed to the marriage and was gifted many riches from Bhishma. In this way, Dhritarashtra married Gandhari and Pandu married Kunti and Madri. This left only the youngest Vidura and arranging his marriage was slightly more complicated than that of his brothers. The reason being that he was the son of a Shudra woman, yet he was still a prince. King Devaka had a daughter and like Vidura she too had a Shudra mother when Bhishma got to know about this he went to King Devaka and successfully arranged a match for Vidura this is the story of the marriages of Dhritarashtra Pandu and Vidura in part 2 of the story we will explore the story of the births of the Kauravas and Pandavas and the pandavas secret half brother karna thank you so much for listening if you have enjoyed the stories here on this podcast please consider sharing it with your friends and family as always find the links for the podcast in the episode description i hope to see you next time dhanyawada thank you